two one with a bitch. Welcome, welcome back <laughs> to Spark That Talk. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, aka J Lata. That's right. Spark That Talk Podcast, where we sparking convos about shit. That matters. Yeah, yeah. That's Ooh. right, you heard me right. So turn up the volume on your headphones <laughs> and let's get it cracking. It's time to spark that talk, baby. Yes, baby. Sir. Yeah. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? We in the motherfucking building. Tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your grandbabies. You know what time it is. It's time for Spark That Talk Podcast. Coming to you live and direct. Yes, sir. Yeah, let it ride out a little bit one time for him. You know every time that shit come on, y'all get to bobbing your heads, wanting to jump out your car or something in traffic and two-step. Keep it a hundred. Yes, sir. We back at it again. It's your boy Jones. And your boy Dini, a.k.a. J. Lata. Spark That Talk podcast where we sparking convos about shit. That, that matters. matters. Yes, sir. So we back at it again for another episode this week. And before we get started, I just want to st- say thank you to all of y'all already tuning in. And we only, what, maybe 40 seconds in or who knows. But who gives a fuck as long as you stay around for the entire episode. That's all that matters to me. And I do, we do encourage you to stay locked in. And by the end of this episode, once you hear us out, please send us some comments and Whatever's going on in your head when you're thinking about this, uh, exactly. these episodes. It's called Spark That Talk for a reason, for y'all to spark the conversation amongst yourselves and with us at the same time. Yes, sir. So that's what we're going to get into today. And before we get started, make sure you tap into all our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And recently, we've just been accepted to, it's called Deezer. Deezer. How so you spell that, bro? D-E-E-Z-E-R. So we're on there now. I got a notification day in the email said we finally been accepted to them. So I guess that's kudos to Spark wow. That Talk. So I take that with a clap. That's kudos to y'all for tuning in and helping us out with the views and absolutely allowing us to be on so many other platforms. For sure, for sure. We're gonna keep this shit rolling and tuning in. So what is good, Jay Lata? We are on the Kobe episode, baby. Yes, we are. Two, three. What? <laughs> Two four. Oh. Just thought I'd get you off your guard real quick. Ooh, the Dukes was coming up. Yeah, the I thought I'd get dropping, you off bro. your guard. Last week was MJ. This week it's Kobe, huh? Man, I was like, don't you ever disrespect nah, the goat play. like that, baby. I, yeah, I ain't going to play you like that. Yeah, man. And speaking of Kobe, I just saw that nigga over there giving LeBron some love. Oh, man. I really thought when you said, I just saw that nigga over there, before you said giving LeBron, <laughs> I said, where, bro? I was going to be like, where'd you see this dude at, bro? Without telling me and letting me know. Like Kobe Loco and shit. Yeah, for real. That boy flying helicopters to lunch. Like he pumped gas where I pumped gas. Psych! I don't Hell even know nah. what kind of gas damn helicopters take, bro. I know, huh? Diesel or regular? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody let us know. Does it take regular gas? Well, I think airplanes take like some high octane ass gas. It's got a jet fuel. Got something, bro. It's got to be different. Be I don't know. I don't know, and I could give a fuck because I heard them tickets. Even the gas alone costs a gang of money to even fly a private jet. Bro, gas alone will get you not even. <laughs> no, you know what? Gas alone will get you the nosebleeds at the Staples Center mm-hmm. when the Lakers and Clippers play. That's how expensive them tickets are. The tickets is high as hell right now. 
I heard. I heard. Oh, well, one of my homeboys is actually going December to watch the Mavs and Lakers play, and he got his tickets for ninety five a pop. Well, sorry for the chewing. We got a big ass bowl of some juicy watermelon right here. It's nuts right now. You probably listeners probably like this nigga lying. It's real. They life, probably man. got a burrito. <laughs> This nigga said watermelon. They probably got like five tacos. No, we really out here making some real life changes. We both sitting here with bottles of water or cups of water. Except I'm not drinking mine. Mine's just for show. It's for show. But yeah, man. Uh, so what's been good with you this week? I hear. I know. I think this week, um, Wilder's fighting, bro, on Friday. On Friday? This oh, Friday, I think, uh, bro. They fighting out the country? No, in Vegas. That's weird. Usually fights are on Saturday night. I know, bro, but I think that's what I heard because he was on with uh, Stephen A today, I believe. Mm. And I think that's what he said this Friday, but don't take my word. Just double check on that heavyweight boxing. I oh, do want to nice yeah, check that out for sure because I, I honestly haven't seen him fight. Ever, you haven't fight, seen highlights? Maybe some highlights, but Ooh. I haven't actually watched the entire match and Usually somehow I end up just watching like welterweights. They're going to have to change his name from Bronze Bomber to like Gold Bomber because that dude hands. Yeah, he said he KO everybody. I think he's 40, 40 knockouts. Something, bro. And 41 sleep. fights. He'll sleep you with just a toe touch. You feel me? Like that dude hands. Yeah, I'm is, good. It's heavy. Yeah, bro. So we back at it again. Um, This week we're going to tap into a couple of things that I think everybody could relate to or somewhat want to have a discussion about because it's a fucking epidemic. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, we, we I mean, previous episodes, we've been a little serious. We'll throw in our jokes every now and then. Yeah. But we kind of want to keep this one kind of lighthearted and actually want everybody to participate. Tune in and... Yeah, let's just have just a real conversation, know, you know? please. And without nobody getting butt hurt. For real. And it really does have to do with relationships. But yeah. this one, my question is, is chivalry dead? Is it really dead? Now, if you don't know or understand what that word is, chivalry, chivalry is basically a code of conduct developed by the European knights uh, back in when they had feuds back in the 12th century. Yeah. So, you know, a little code of conduct, which you have like laws, rules, obligations you go by. And we use that word nowadays to, uh, I guess, commend gentlemen-like attributes. Correct. Because that is one of the key things in the old school way. Yes. Back in the, when there was knights. Yep. Knighthood, right? Yep. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, what the definition he gave you is the real definition, which was derived from back in the day in the 1200s. So, now, in today's society, chivalry is more just men being gentlemen to to a woman, showing her some type of um, courtesy and things of that nature, such as opening doors, pulling their chair out when they before they sit down, just simple shit like that, just to help them ease their way through the day a little easier with a little help from a real man. You understand? True. Now, True. I'm not talking about the, you know, the, the quote-unquote real niggas, quote-unquote thug niggas. I'm talking about a man. You understand? Yeah. Or a young king or something of that nature. Somebody who really is actually thinking about this woman's thought process or even 
just thinking, oh, how would you treat your mama, basically? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or how the fuck was you raised? Well, damn. Sometimes if you ask that question, how would you treat your mama, you got some dudes out here wilding it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we probably all done <laughs> treating your mama like it's your homie. Yeah, we don't know. I probably had a spout or two with our moms. That's that's big facts. Or one of your enemies, right? Man. Well, I was coming across, and then we was talking about like we was talking about this subject at work, and the very first thing that we was kind of pondering on, and everyone was talking about it and had their own different opinions was, say you go on a date and it's your hold first on, date. Hold on, hold on, before yeah, yeah. you go that far, bro. On the chivalry part. Yeah. Let me ask you this first. Go ahead. Now, how often do you see when you out and about a man open the door for a woman before they enter into the location? Uh, is that is that I hear, common? I see it, I, I see common? it all the time. I see it all the time to be honest. Like in today's time. Yes. I see it opening for women, opening for just anybody. If I'm leaving a restaurant and somebody already opened the door for their woman, they open it for everybody else who's coming. Correct. Out. And the last dude out, then he he handled it for the next group of motherfuckers Basically, that come in and out. Yeah. No matter no matter what they look like, whether you be a hood dude, whether you be just like look like an outstanding citizen in the world, right. you know, you got a suit on, you don't have a suit on, you got some flip flops, you don't. Right. You look like a homeless person, you don't. You still opening that door and people still walking. Right. Down. I mean, that just shows some type of respect and common sense. Yeah, and some courtesy. Because you would want someone to do that for you. You don't want to be walking behind somebody. He opened the door, see you dead ass behind him, Yo. and he just let the door go, and then you run into the glass. But I tell you this. What I do see is when you open the door for me or for any other men, say a man opens it for a man, you always, you always hear a thank you or good looking, my brother. For sure. I appreciate that. Right. Not all women will respond to you opening the door. I'm glad you right? brought that up. That is some key facts. You open the door for this chick, all of a sudden, like you said, especially the ones who don't respond, that be that shit why men at times don't do shit no more. Because not only are you giving a hand, she act like she can't acknowledge that you just did her a favor because she thinking either she too uppity or she thinking like all females nowadays for some reason, if you do something slight for them, thinking that you're trying to get at them. Yeah. And that is another fucking problem. That's a problem. Like, I don't know if that's going off context, but that's some shit I seen on the gram today. Some shit uh, that boy Long Beach Griffey posted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just acting like he was a FedEx delivery man, dropping a package to this chick. So he gets there. To the, she opened the door. He like, yeah, I'm here to drop you off a package. She like, oh, you so helpful. Thank you. Um, But, you know, I got a boyfriend. Like, hold on a second. He was like, <laughs> he said, I'm just here to drop off a package. She said, I just told you I got a boyfriend. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm dropping you off a package from FedEx. And you weren't, you talking about you got a man. Where the it's fuck did wild. this, where did this come from? This is why when men do helpful things for women, some women feel like it's because you're trying to give them a gesture of trying to get at them. But why does it have, why is it always like that? It's like, all these females think that every nigga's trying to get them. It's a, it's like some weirdo shit going on in the world now, and I just feel like that's some that is like a problem going on in the society today. I think because of um, how outspread social media is, and you watching all these videos, and you seeing uh, people coming out with the Me Too movement and all that, it's like females feel like they have to be on their ten toes, bro, at all times. 
Like, they have to be platformed and make sure that they know what's going on because if they don't watch their own back, regardless if it is a small little act of kindness, anything could happen to them. But I it's, mean, that's, that's right? true. You know what I mean? That is true, but it, that goes back to the sensitivity of things nowadays. So when people talk about a chivalry dead, maybe it low-key is because of some shit like Jay just said. Yep. You can't even really give a helping hand without it maybe coming off as too much. Like, just opening the door, now she think, oh, he only opening the door so he could either look at my ass when I walk by or so he could try to holler at me, get my number. <laughs> like, like just thinking too fucking much. You thinking way too much. Because maybe the dude really is just being a gentleman and saying, here's the door. Walk on in without stressing, stressing your arms out today. Hell yeah. You know, keep them to your side and keep on walking. For real. I'm trying to help you from lifting up some shit. Man, by the end of this podcast, you're going to make me want to open the door for a female with my eyes closed or my head down. But this is where... And not even respond to the thank you. But this is what it's coming to because I even hate when you let somebody pass by in their car and it's a female and she act like she ain't got a chunk to do up or nothing like right. good looking. Like Just pull me, off you, like bitch. You let me, you let me oh, pull out you, of this parking lot. Off this green light, right? I didn't have to wait. Because it just goes back to what I said. They always thinking you trying to approach them in some sense. And, bitch, no. My wife is in the passenger. Not the, even that. It's like, bro, we in cars. What am I going to do? How am I going to communicate to you in a car? But that is my point, bro. It's like, I think that this generation of females, too, everybody's to blame, okay, at the end of the day. For one, you got the dudes you know, music portrays it the best. We just talk about fucking bitches. You know what I'm saying? Fuck these hoes. <laughs> just all of this shit. Like, every song is saying that, right? But then you got the females twerking to these same songs. Exactly. And then wonder why when they get... I, this is my favorite one when you see people post on the gram like, oh, these niggas is thirsty. But if you look at every photo on your page, your ass is out in every picture. You're twerking in every video. So I'm confused now because dudes are hitting you up. All of a sudden, these niggas is thirsty. Yeah. Ain't you the one that's thirsty? Yeah, because I be or dying. Or am I confused? No, no, no. You right, bro. Am I confused, nigga? No, nah, you not, bro. Because I be dying and you see this when you walk into the club and they over here twerking and everybody making a circle and then some dude want to come up and try to dance with you. You over here pushing them away. Yeah, like, and, she act, and she acting like, nigga, you tripping. Yeah. You bringing that attention to yourself. But it's a crowd of niggas in here. And you over here shaking your ass like we in a strip club. Right. What you, you that's that's the attention that you're seeking. Now niggas is giving it to you in this form. Now you're confused. That confuses a lot of niggas nowadays. That's why these niggas be getting caught up in all of these fucking situations. So does that mean I just have to open the door halfway? I, hey. Either halfway or be like, you cool with me opening the door for you? Like, you got to give them a heads up. Man, like, for real. can I get a consent form to, <laughs> to open this door or pull out your chair? I don't want you to think I'm trying to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's sicko mode to me. I tell you this, bro. If I open the door for you and you walk by and you don't say nothing, don't even acknowledge what I did, I'm pulling your hair and I'm bringing you back inside. Or tripper. And then you know, I'm going to close the door and I'm going to lock it. You're going to have to find <laughs> another way out. And then she's gonna really cuss you out. And it's like, but see, nah, she can't because I tried, I'm already good. I'm already be gone. But look, I tried to give you a hand. I'm not thinking of nothing but just opening the door. Right. Now all of a sudden, either you roll your eyes at a nigga when you walk past, or just some dumb shit. You it's nothing wrong with saying thank you. Right. What is wrong with that, bro? Right. It even makes me feel kinda a little uncomfortable when a woman opens the door for me. Yeah, you let's know, okay, let's switch, like, like, let's switch the roles. Let's switch the roles then. 
How often would you do a women do women do that for men? Not too often, but I know if like a group is coming out, they'll kind of hold it till the group leaves. But it's like I feel like they'll do that quick look out, back and kind of be like, "Okay, you coming again? Come grab the yeah. door." <laughs> like I feel like if it's a group leaving and you see a woman, a female holding the door, you take over that spot. You, uh, you as a man, take over her spot. So she could leave, be on her way, and everybody else will leave out the door that way. But one thing I can't say about doors, like, every time I go somewhere, my mom and sister, my wife, my, my daughter, like, it's nothing but women around me, right? Yeah. So it got to the point where my mom would just stop at a door, and I'd be looking at them like, what's just going waiting. on? Just waiting. <laughs> like, damn, the door don't yeah. work, nigga, or what? Yeah. I'd be, I'd be just be standing like, what the fuck is going on? Y'all not going in? <laughs> They'd be like, nigga, we not opening no doors if you here. And I'd be yeah. like, and now... By that happening so much, I was like, I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Now it's just second nature just to do it. That's why you got to go to places that have the handicapped little thing. Yeah. So you just press the button. And <laughs> or you just hope they got the automated ones. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter who walk in first. <laughs> For real. Maybe that's why they put those doors in, bro. Because they realized niggas wasn't opening doors no more. What, the automated ones? The automated joints. Ah, maybe. Maybe they're just trying to, yeah. Excuse us, I'm trying to take another bite of this burrito. <laughs> <laughs> this red Some hot sauce on my burrito, baby. Shout out to that boy, man. Rest in peace. Mm, hey, that one. Oh, God damn. <laughs> that was a juicy one, bro. That watermelon hip. Yeah, it's hitting, bro. It's sitting in that juice, boy. That shit, is, that shit going. For real. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry to go off on that tangent, no, 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 but that I had good, to get though. that off because... You know, when it comes to chivalry, you want to do things, but now I just feel like everything got a border to it. So it's like, true. It's like you can really only do that for your chick. Doing it for another female that you don't know could end up being a situation, which is fucking crazy. It'd be even crazier if your chick was standing right there. Right. She, you got your girl hand in hand, and you open the door for this chick doing a favor, and then she looking at you sideways or don't even acknowledge it. Because even your girl be like, damn, that bitch is uh, rude. For real. Straight up. For real. Like, and if your girl got a mouth on her, oh, it's over. go sideways quick, bro. It's over. Bitch, you ain't going to say nothing? <laughs> yeah. You over here, mister, I'm going to hold the door and be nice to everybody to breaking up a fight in the, in the parking lot. Yeah. After dinner. It'd be crazy like that. It's wild. But like I said before, bro, and I'm glad you brought up, brought up that situation. Another situation that we were talking about that was kind of was kind of heavy and kind of deep that I want your opinion on okay. is a situation of, like, first dates. Okay. Is the bill split or not? What's your opinion on that? I've, I've, never, I've never even thought of splitting a bill mm-hmm. on the first date. I'm going to just be a honey with you. Even since I was a young dude, I never, that's never even crossed my mind. Because if I'm, usually if you was going on a date, Nine times, well, 10 out of 10, you really trying to show face to her at this moment. Y'all go out, you tell her, let's link up, let's go to dinner, maybe a movie after. You obviously got in your head, you got enough money in your pocket to handle this tonight. Yeah. You not, especially at the beginning, you're not going to be that nigga. minimum wage, you better have enough yeah. money to take her out, right? You for sure must have saved a check or two and was like, you know what, this mm-hmm. the week I'm going to ask her out and we're going to get it popping because... Me and most men I know, they're not going to move nowhere unless they got the money in their pocket because you don't want to get somewhere and be asked out looking around talking about, oh, I can't pay. So, to me, if you go on a first date, <laughs> you... <laughs> 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 
imagine some shit like that, bro? You over here, say you at Danny's or IHOP, talking about order whatever you want. Next thing you know, when the bill comes, you over here. You, and you, all she orders is a Grand Slam, <laughs> and it's on sale this week. Bruh. No, she really, yeah, she that's all she ordered. Yeah, yeah. But then when the bill comes, you over here standing up, and she looking at you, what's going on? You brought your own damn apron. <laughs> Be like, hey, waiter, let me holler at you. What the dish is at? Yeah, let me just bust them couple that we just fucked up, and I'm going to um, maybe get the next two customers yeah. that come in. I got right? you, bro. Right? Like, yeah. you can't you can't be on that. To me, first date, bro, just pay the bill, bro. I mean, where the fuck are y'all going on a first date that could break your pockets? Now, it's your fault if you're on the first date, you take her to somewhere like Ruth Chris, and nigga, your money is low. That's your problem. You shouldn't have been trying to stun on her like that. You should have told her straight up, look, shorty, we tonight we probably just gonna go like to a Denny's, maybe IHOP or something, or maybe we get hit a drive through like in and out. You feel me? Like, I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck. Me and my wife's first situation was at In N Out. Like, that's real life, nigga. Damn, I'm trying to We slid through there and got some burgers, hard. nigga, and ate them at the park. I'm trying to remember what mine was with mine. That's some facts. Damn, I don't remember, but it had to be some you know what? Our first date. Out officially, I think was McDonald's and it was to break up because I didn't take my <laughs> wife out on a date. She said, If you're not gonna take me out in public and push it through, then we might as well break up. I said, Well, okay, looks like we're breaking up, but let me treat you at McDonald's. <laughs> Damn, I was I was cold. Well, at least McDonald's back in them times was a little cheaper too, a bro. Loser, I was a loser too. I remember she got nuggets and didn't even eat it because she was so mad that I was <laughs> I, I didn't even try to fight for the relationship. I just said, you know so what? So you said, we're going to go to McDonald's and fuck it after this. I guess it's, yeah. it is what it is. I, I said, here's the breakup date. We go to McDonald's. You're going to get a six-piece. I'll get my regular uh, two McDoubles with Mac sauce. Be like, what you want? Um, barbecue sauce or? I said, drink? only from the dollar menu. Only from the dollar menu, baby. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> That's when the dollar menu was the dollar menu, too, uh, probably, fool. Damn, was it? I don't even remember. That I just remember the- it was right next to El Camino College, bro. That's funny, bro. But see, and now what? She's your wife. She's my wife, and but she knows see, that she don't get McDonald's like that. But that's what I'm saying, Kinda bro. Upgraded. It's like it's like this, bro. At the beginning, the truth of the matter, the fact is, on when you're dating somebody, about to start dating somebody, we talked about this before, where both people are trying to put on a show. At the beginning, most most people do this. You putting on a show, trying to stunt, trying to make shit look good, and then you go home crying because you just spent all your money. But she don't know this. All you know is she look happy as fuck, and she going to call you tonight, and then y'all going to probably link up again soon. You know what I'm saying? That's all you thinking about, but you know damn well now you just spent all your money on this fucking date because you wanted to take her ass to Laurie's prime rib house. Like, nigga, what was you thinking? And she probably like, you let's never... go out again tomorrow. And then it's like, nigga, you, <laughs> exactly. She's like, she going to be, now, now, what that is, bro, now you set a tone that this is how you doing it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And that's what like you don't want to do. Fellas, listen. You don't want to set yourself up for failure. You <laughs> fuck around, take them to Ruth Chris on the first situation, and your ass knowing you never even been there your damn self. <laughs> you sit down, you 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 surprised it's white linens, wine glasses, nigga, nigga come through, waiter with the white towel around his arm. Like niggas is really nice in there. It's nice, relaxed, elegant, and a steak could cost you 80 bucks. 
And the side, you got to order those extra. Yeah, if your dumb ass so, has never said anything about a steak and somebody asks you, how would you like your steak cooked? And you say brown. <laughs> you don't belong there. That is not your setting, my man. <laughs> and she asking you, so how do you like your steaks? How should I get mine? He's like, um, well, I just like them cooked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I don't want that thing mooing at me, man. This shit, nigga talking about he come here all the time. <laughs> and then he said, yeah, let me get a steak. What two sides it come with? How many sides can I choose Bro. with it? You could choose as many sides you want, sir, because they're a la carte. Yeah. You got to get these sides one by one. They don't come with the meal, my nigga. Everything is separate here. Fuck around and say a la carte, and this dude going to be like, what car are we talking about? <laughs> Talking about push cart, shopping cart. What kind oh, of cart? Oh, y'all come, come through with the with the dessert cart. We get to choose or what? <laughs> yeah, but like Jones said, bro, don't, don't play yourself. If you ain't got deep pockets, right? Deep pockets to be paying for this first meal. Don't put yourself in a predicament to where you now don't have deep pockets, but you have holes in your pockets. Yeah, to where you can't even afford to eat ramen noodles the next day. Yes, yeah, you over it's, here it's drinking water. You over here drinking water. Out of yeah. the pond at the nearest park that you live in. <laughs> or eating dog food for a whole week. That is funny, bro. Like, So that's just a public service announcement. On the first date, bro, if she, if you ain't really even fucked with her like that at all, bro, and she can't handle just going to get a burger or something, then she ain't going to be around for the long run, big right. boy. Because that's just straight up. Most chicks who like relaxed and cool and they really just want to kick it with you, get to know you. They'll they'll go with whatever, really. Now they just want to spend some time, and like you said, that bringing them in public type shit. Oh, do you want to be seen with me? Why not? So let's just we can go anywhere. Shit, I don't got to take you to where I got to spend two three hundred on dinner. I could spend a dub, and we could have a good night. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, some teriyaki chicken bowls, homie. If I'm you don't like saying, teriyaki bro, chicken bowls, I'm just saying, bro. Don't don't do yourself. I think the the first time I ever because I had never been. And I, my, my girl knew that at the time, nigga. This is when I first started trucking, and I came home, had a good amount of cash in my pocket. I was like, you know what? We going to Benihana's. Mm. And she remembered, she just brought this up the other day, too, which was funny, because <laughs> we went, bro. And Choo-choo. Look we, at the fire. Look at the fire. Bro, we went, and it was both our first time. Shit, I was psyched. She was stoked. And we got in there, um, and it was a disappointment. What? Benihano's was a disappointment? I'm going to tell you why, bro. Once we ordered the food and shit, I said, okay, this is a solid price. I wasn't really tripping. I don't think I only spent maybe $100 for two people. We went to Benihano's. $100? So what, you was getting drinks too? Yeah, because I oh, we okay. got, you know, we ordered like the lobster and some shrimps okay, and shit. Okay, okay. Trying to just do it right because the nigga been gone for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it. Let me just do something we both ain't never did. Okay. So we went. The only reason I was disappointed because... When they come out and it's other people at the table, all the food is cooked together. And then they start divvying the shit up as if you was with them niggas at the end of the table. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the serving sizes didn't match the prices. By the time I was done, because they cook everything like kind of separate, you eating your rice and shit. And then still hungry, now man. the steak is getting done. Now the shrimps is getting cooked. And it's like, bruh. I'm not eating it together. I'm eating it separate. Right. And it there. makes it feel like it's not enough food. Mm-hmm. So by the time I was done, I said, you know what? I think this is our last adventure here. I'm not into this shit. And lo and behold, we finally ran across this place called Jin's, mm-hmm. which is fucking awesome. 
you get all the food you want to eat in a dope ass setting, and you just grill the shit yourself. Oh, it's a Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue. Okay. And that place is so fly, it feel like you at an expensive spot. Like mm-hmm. the one at Cerritos. Like, I recommend that place to couples. Go out there. They got the dope music playing, the dope lighting inside. It's a good-ass vibe. And it, don't, it ain't going to break your pockets either. Now, so my, you said 10 out of 10 times when you're going on the first date, it should always be the men paying. Now, right. I had... Now, we were coming up with different scenarios okay. on what could possibly happen to where... Is it really a 10 out of 10 that men should pay? And one of the dudes said then, well, it depends because what if it was set up by friends? What if uh. it was the girl who was like, oh, I got a girl who's really digging your mans. Let's set them up real quick on a date. So mm. who then pays and does a bill get split? Because maybe if I'm setting you up and I'm like, bro, some girl's digging you. One of my girls, homegirls digging you. Right. Um, meet her at this spot. Now, your homies ain't going to pay for y'all dinner. Fuck no. And then they already offered where to eat. Right. So who then pays for the dinner? You or do you split or does that girl? Because she wants you to go on a date with her. What what happens then? I mean, I just think this is another one of them situations. Well, this, I guess the question we got to ask, we got to ask this to females. Because the question is, would you even be thinking, no matter what the situation, if you was going on a date, blind date or not, would they be expecting the man to handle it anyway? Or are there some chicks out here who will just break the ice and be like, you know what, I got this one this time, my boy, and, uh, you know, next time it's on you. Like, I don't think – that's the question. Are, is there women out there like that who can honestly say when they go out to dinner with a man on the first date that they would even think twice or think at all as soon as the bill come to just grab that thing before he get a chance? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the qu- what I want to know because I, I really don't see that. And I want to know if that's really a thing. So I need y'all to let us know because that's a real-ass question. Yeah, because there are scenarios just like that. I'm a man of body language. Yeah. Now, if I'm going out with you and, say, I get set up with one of your homegirls who wants to go on a date with me and you mm-hmm. take us to this specific restaurant right? and we on this one-on-one conversation and we vibe and we having a good time. Mm-hmm. And like you said, she says, I got this one, homeboy. You could get the next one. I'm going to be like, no, no, no. I'll get it. Or let's just split it. How about right. that? You know what I mean? Like if she's That'll be a good me like time. that. But if if the check comes out and she over here. <sighs> Twiddling her thumbs. And then sits back and then yeah. starts looking at her nails. Yeah, so Or pulls out the phone. It's over. I'm going to pay for that. But I'm never going on a date with you ever You can't. You can't because now you know that's all it was about. She exactly. just was trying to get a free meal. The homie said. like that, bro. Yeah. The homie said that. Um. The man should always pay, but once a relationship is established, then maybe the woman can pay as well. Oh, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. by the time you establish, we go anywhere, nigga. I don't feel no type of way if my wife pull out the thing and pay, bro. Mm-hmm. I'll be sitting right now, there. No, I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking established like what? Like I'm thinking established because even when I was and my my wife could attest to this. Once we were established, and I took her. <laughs> I actually got back with her, yeah. you know, because it was my stupid fault. But I got back with her, and I, we went out in public and stuff. I always paid regardless. Like, I never let her right. pay, and she could attest to that. But I'm thinking, like, what do you mean by established, like, relationship, as in boyfriend-girlfriend or husband-wife? Because as husband-wife, I have no problems with my lady pulling out that fat check. Like, yo, here you go. Right. right. I think hus- I think it's husband and wife, bro. Right, cuz boyfriend, because boyfriend, girlfriend, the boy's Yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend, I think you still in that position where you still trying to kind of 
keep her on the team per se or keep her feeling comfortable enough like my man can handle this. Mm-hmm. But once we get married, nigga, we go somewhere, I'll be sitting there looking at her like <laughs> Yeah, but I'm not I'm not gonna Yeah, exactly. I sit there with my eyebrows raised like, mm, get this one, homie. I didn't you know, bring my wallet. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't drive. That's when you can start using that shit. Yeah, I left the debit card at the house. I yeah. didn't bring no money. You got your wallet? I know. I just saw it. Okay, pull right. it out. You but know, don't get it twisted because at wife... the end of the day, if you got a joint bank account, exactly, it don't matter what car well, we're, we we're use. Coming out. Just exactly. put the shit yeah, on exactly. the tab. Just, just pay for the food before we both start washing dishes. Yeah, I mean, Damn. I used at first when when I got married, I wouldn't like that shit, but. As you get going in the relationship, there's bro, nothing to hide, bro. Yeah, and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel bad at all. It yeah. just when you see the person taking the money from your lady, yes, they they probably they be looking at you like, exactly. what's going on? Exactly, it's it be, funny. It be a weird feeling, huh? There's one time, <laughs> no, there's there's numerous times actually. Yeah, like where we go out and my lady will give me her debit card. She would give it to me. So when a check come, I'm putting it on the little, right, little thing right. that they giving it to me. So they take it back. And when they look at it walking away, they'll turn back and kind of look at our table. <laughs> like, this nigga really handed me her debit card. Like, yeah. this nigga act like he paying just to show a front. It's like, I'm not showing a right. front. My lady gave it to me. Like, Ain't that weird, bro? I think we've all experienced that. Like, especially if it's a female waitress and she sees yeah, the lady exactly. hand and, the, and your girl hand her the thing. If she, she look at it weird, if she looking at it weird, yeah. if she looking at that card weird because she yeah. reads her name. That's funny as fuck, man. Sometimes I should just stand up. I should stand up from now and be like, yeah, my name Carmen, homie. But that goes back to what I said, bro. I think women just feel as though the man should handle it. And I yes. just think that's a traditional type thing that's an unwritten rule damn near. And I think that's what it is. But you do have these new age females who may just say, all right, because, you know, you got cash app and shit now. Yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. Just cash, cash at, at me, me my half, yeah. and I'll just swipe it on Shoot my me shit. that Venmo. You know what I'm saying? Like We in that generation now, too. That's why you got so many apps. And then these waitresses, you know, especially if you're in a large group, yeah. and then it's like, you need eight different checks? No. Yeah. Everybody just cash at one nigga, and so he could pay it, and we get the fuck out of here. And don't be that nigga that, that orders a plate that's eight ninety nine, <laughs> and you paying, and you cash apping eight ninety nine. Yeah. Understand your thing is plus tax, and plus you order charged, a soda, fool. And it's a charge to transfer that money and for into real, the account. For real, that 25 cent charge or whatever you send it. Don't be that bum ass nigga, bro, no, that's over here sending me it the right amount that says. No, it ain't even that. It ain't even that. It's like, you know the nigga, especially when niggas got cash. Nigga, you know your meal was twenty five ninety nine, and you got a drink. So you had about 30 something already. Yeah, yeah. Nigga got to know to hand you a dub. And just look away like yeah. ain't nothing going on. You gonna slide me a dub and then start Nigga. a fake conversation with somebody else. Like, bro, what where the let be like, where the fuck you going? Like get up to go outside and just chill and say, Hold on, bro. Yeah, I, you had a bigger plate than me today. Yo, nigga, my shit was like eighteen. You come out with thirty and you hand me a dub. You know what they call those? What? Last time. <laughs> Cause this for sure the last time I'm going out with you. Yeah, this is, this is it, bro. It, bro. I can't. I, yeah, that, that shit. That shit. Is we crazy. all have those homies, bro. We all have those homies that be like, "Hey, bro, let's go eat." And you kind of like, "Damn, <laughs> got spot this thing again." Like, you know what I mean? Like you all, we all got them homies, bro. I'm done. Grew up with your asses. We was eight. We already yeah. damn near in our thirties. You know, damn near when you get there, nigga. Nigga, looking at the biggest, yeah. biggest price, like, bro. 
Like a nigga order, you look at him like, bro, you sure you want that nigga? Because here, here are the regular stuff on the left-hand side. Then yeah. you got the special orders on the right. And this nigga and he only, flipping. He's, <laughs> he's staring at the right-hand side. And I'm over here standing on The top on of his, the sign say specialties. Yeah. And you like, damn, I wasn't even looking over there, nigga. You I'm going to be like this. this? I, I, I would have been told the waitress. Nigga, it's happy hour. Yeah, I look been on to, the happy yeah. hour menu. I would have been told the waitress, hey, y'all sold out on all that, right? <laughs> Sorry, bro. Got to look to the left. Don't be looking at that specialty menu now. Niggas see you order like the four dollar shit Hell on the yeah. happy hour and shit, if it and this is nigga hour, got a forty dollar steak. What the fuck is bro, going if on? If it's happy hour and, and my homies is gonna be like, hey, and I got some of those homies that be like that, yeah, and yeah. they be like, let's go eat. And I'm be like, wait till ten thirty p.m., bro. Yeah, bro, we waiting the happy hour, baby boy, because I know it's gonna happen tonight. I know you want to go eat right now. It's only four thirty, but we gotta wait till ten thirty p.m. <laughs> Don't worry, cause happy hour you start munching on all that food, you be solid. That shit is funny, dude. But um At the end the of the thing, day. Yeah, men, the thing with my with my lady though. Just pay. Yeah. Men just pay. Especially you dating. Just Exactly. Why the fuck y'all dating if you can't pay for a meal? Exactly. That's what I want to know. So this is the thing with my wife, bro, is this is one of the things I never really thought about until now. Is every time I paid as as boyfriend, girlfriend, my lady would always offer. She would always and she sincerely would be like Hey, no, let me pay for this. And I would always push it away. And this is every time we went out to eat. Big even facts. though she knew, even though I knew my funds was low, but I knew I would make it up in the next paycheck. I was like, right, damn, right. this could be the one. Because the one, no matter how many times I'm paying, she's not used to just like after the seventh date just to turn her back, knowing the check is coming, knowing that I'm right. going to pay for it. She's willing I mean, to ask all the damn time. I mean, time. that's I'll big facts, bro. I mean, I've been with my wife for a long time, bro. And I, we got together when... Like, my life, nigga, it was ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I had my time frames when I was broke as fuck my damn self. You know what I mean? Where she would come bring me food or fucking bring me tip money, dog, just on the rip without me even asking, mm-hmm. dude. Like, it was so much shit going on before I even proposed, bro, which I think ultimately made me do what I did and get married, bro. Because, you know, you're only going to find one chick on this earth really Who's going to just do pretty much everything else the rest of these chicks ain't doing? Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of niggas always just think about the physical, the fucking, the having sex. Just that that be the main thing. But when you're talking about marriage, bro, you really got to be looking at quite a different, a little bit more attributes, bro, when it comes to that. Because it's kind of like if you down and out, could that person handle that? Like, say you up on a high and if this shit take a hell of a dip, could that would that person be able to ride? You only gonna know that if that person seen you at a low before and then saw you rise. So if you ever fall again, they already know how it feels and you know how they react to it. Exactly. So I think when it's when a man is out here dating and doing all this shit, and then you trying to figure out who gonna be that one, I think you gotta look at a lot of different aspects of shit before you take a leap. Don't let don't let it just be a physical thing. It's a lot more to this shit that you got to think about. Even though once you get married and, you know, we you have our ups and downs and, you know, you might get in arguments this and that, but you already know at the end of the day what this person really about and what this person will do for you no matter the fucking situation. So yeah. that's why I say paying for, paying for a dinner should be light work, nigga, in the long scheme of shit. The question is how does this person move and act when it comes to other shit as well? Don't let it just be about a dinner date, nigga. You better be seeing if she you lose your job today 
will she be pulling up to you still kicking them with you like it was yesterday? You know what I'm saying? That's what you got to ask yourself. Like, yeah, it was all good today, but tomorrow I could lose everything. You still going to be pulling up on me, happy to chill, kick it with me, and and just tell a nigga we going to be good? Or you going to be that chick to be like, uh, well, no more uh, Benny Hunters with this nigga. I guess I'm gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn, we talking about dinner dates and Jones went. I had to, straight, bro. He went straight for the to, nail bro, biter, bro. I had to, bro, because sometimes hey, we got to Sometimes go you men got to listen to these things, and you're right, bro. Like we said, 10 out of 10 times, basically the man should be paying. And it's all right to go Dutch if y'all want to split it. Right. You know, that depends on y'all, but majority the, is like be a If it's a mutual man, agreement, bro, then cool. And exactly. you could tell that she not feeling some type of way, then that's even better. And I feel like that mutual agreement should come up, up front. Before dinner, Big before facts. anything. Just have that good communication. Be like, yo, this is where we had like it. Like you having this a casual conversation one day. Be like, how do you feel about splitting checks? And yeah. if she gives you a good-ass response, when y'all go out next time, test the waters. And if she with it, then you know you got you one. You she know what gonna I'm be like, if we End splitting checks, I'm not splitting legs. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it looks like I'm going all in. Then. <laughs> so we talking about dinner. This is just dinner. Yeah. To you, Jones, what are some of the shivery things... Or gentlemen-like things that we are lacking nowadays. Like, if you're thinking about um, it, like, I came up with, like, open a car door. Like, I don't... Yeah, I, I don't haven't do that. I don't see men opening car doors for women. I, I think when I, mean, I, I do see I do. it, I'd be surprised. But it's usually an older cat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't really see nobody like us, our age group, doing that, bro. Like, that's... I'm going to be honest. I don't do that. Like, I don't never even think of walking around to open the door no more, bro, because... I don't know, bro. I guess I guess because now we got keys that can open doors. It's like your door is already unlocked. I don't need to walk around and unlock your shit no more. And then I'm there, so why don't I open it? You know what I mean? I um yes, I understand what you're saying. I remember my uh my cousin Bernadine like um she was telling me one day I, I got out the car and I didn't open the car door for for Carmen, and she was like, "You don't open the car door for her." And in my mind, I was like, "Man, that's super old school." But if we talking about this subject of how gentlemen, how to be a gentleman, right? I feel like maybe I can't make that effort. And every now and then I will because I it just comes to my mind. But when I don't, it's not because I'm lazy. It's just I don't even think about it like that. And then by the time you get out the car, they already out the car. And it's right. like, you know, it's like, it's I don't know. I think that's it go both ways for us now. Mm-hmm. Even though women in our age group, they used to a certain thing now. Like, you know... I don't know how to put it, but when you're in a generation and you see something going the same for everybody, everybody tend to follow that trend, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's a trend anymore. So women, females, I don't feel like they even looking for that, to be honest. I don't think they're really looking for you to get out, walk around, open her door. But I could see if y'all was on like a nice date or something and you on some fly shit. I can see you before you get up and like, hold on, I got you. I'm a, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to low-key get them a heads up because True. they not even ready for that. As soon as them doors you park, we both hopping out. It's like, that's just what it is. Like, I don't see, to be honest, I don't even really know if females even want niggas doing that anymore, to be honest. Walking around, opening their doors. Or what about if y'all that's leaving? What if y'all feel. entering the car? Like, would you... I can, see, be easier, I can see you know doing I mean? that, especially if y'all walking both from that side and you yeah, see the car yeah. and, you know, she getting a passenger. I can see you doing it then, but I don't really see you parking and telling her and she just sitting there waiting on you to come around, open the door. I just don't think 
that's a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's why it's always an older lady or somebody who will tell you some shit about yourself. Like, oh, you didn't open her door? Oh, you didn't open, you didn't do this, you didn't do that? It's like, because that's what they was used to doing. Yeah. And it's like, as generations go by, a lot of things get lost in translation now. Like, these things are like lost practices almost. Yeah. So that's, I think at the end of the day, we can actually say that a lot of this shit is lost practice, bro. It's just something that isn't, isn't in a lot of people no more because nobody's looking for it. And the women ain't asking you, ain't, ain't pressing a lot on you for not doing it either. True. So it's like, if they not saying shit about it, why would we even think about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think another lost practice that I also thought about that I do not, that I do not see, but I see a lot in movies mm. is when women enter or exit the room, men stand up. Right. You know what I mean? That's definitely not a thing. That's not anymore. a thing no more, right? Like nobody really does that. I won't, but it goes back to what I said, the sensitivity. You know, chick walk in now, everybody drop their head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real, I'm not standing up for nobody. Standing up just means she thinks if I'm standing up that something else is standing up in my pants. And she over going to report report me to the police. Like, nah, man, that's just me trying to be a gentleman. But when I see older women walk in, I will stand up and, and greet them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's like a thing. What about pulling out chairs or helping helping her with her coat, taking it off? And niggas ain't taking off coats. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we I go think to this, is, this is what I'm saying. Ain't nobody. That's the problem, bro, because the women ain't pushing that line. So I'm not thinking about that at all. I'm going to be straight up honest. I'm not thinking, let me unzip her shit and take off her coat. Like, so, that's not on my mind. So, so things that I'm bringing up, just like you sitting after she sits. You know what I mean? Like, so what we basically saying is shivery is dead. It is dead. It really is dead. I guess dead. we could say that, bro. But there is some stuff that we do take from it. Like, I know if I'm walking down the street, I'm always walking on the, the side of the, the traffic. Side of the traffic. Correct. Exactly. Yeah, that's I mean? a the real thing. You do, you know There's I mean? some things you do just off the rip because it just clicks in your head to do. Yeah. Especially when you're looking out for your lady. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. There's things that you do just because you feel like that's the right thing to do. Like, if I'm walking, like you said, if it's traffic, I'm going to walk on the traffic side. I'll get hit before you get hit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or simple shit like that. And something bro. else that we do that I was talking to, and they said this is the main thing that my coworkers were saying was asking the head of the family permission to marry their daughter. Oh, that's that's because most of the people that nice. the most of the people that I work with are are married. And you know, I'm not talking about asking extended family. I'm just saying you ask the mom the and family, dad, mom period. And dad, you know Who, what I mean? Or whoever is the head of their family, uncle they aunt, period. Like that's, that's something to do. Like I mean, that is a must, correct? That is a must. I mean, I did that. Now, what if they you don't say just, no? You don't. Well, I guess it's a wrap. I mean, if they say no at the end of the day, I'm glad you brought this up, bro. Yeah, yeah. This go some ahead. real shit. Spit on it, niggas bro. out here. Okay, you want to get married, right? But at the end of the day, you're not just marrying the person. You are also marrying the family. Or am I wrong? At the end of the day, bro. At the end of the day, this is some real shit. If you marry, about to get married to a woman, are you also looking and making sure that the her family's straight too? Like, I couldn't see myself having getting married and then the family hates a nigga because not only are we about to be in some shit all the time, we will get a divorce before we blink because I can. I you could just see it coming because it'll be like. Especially if that person is close with their family. Yeah, and I gotta fill out the you girl too. I gotta fill out the girl too, cause 
I don't know, bro, because if she loves me as much as I love her, knowing that her family ain't giving me the blessing, but I'm going to continue with this wedding, you better have my back 24-7, regardless of what your family says. But like you said, I don't know, it's a toss-up for me, bro, because if I really yeah, love my wife, tossed. if you, check this out, bro, I'm going to put you in the, on the spot then. I'll put you in the hot seat. If, if Tisha's pops, rest in peace, did not give his blessing to you, you're not marrying her? It'll 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 be tough. I'm I'm gonna give you the reason why in her situation. For one, he was the pastor of the church, you know. And I and I look and I felt. I, so you, so if he says no, it's a no from everybody. Hey, check this out, bro. I I ain't gonna stunt, bro. I couldn't, I could not put myself in no fucking situation where the people, her people, just hated a nigga. Because it's just going, I, don't, I just don't know, bro. I just think it'll be a it'll be a toxic environment, especially if she was close with her family. You feel me? It'll be toxic as fuck because then I'm going to be like, well, I can't even pull up to a function without feeling like niggas on my head or damn your mom or dad looking at me crazy. Like, I, don't, I wouldn't, I honestly would have to look out for myself in that instance, bro. And I feel you on that. I'm glad you were honest a with long. You. That's a long journey, big boy. Hey, and, and I'm, I'm if, glad you're uh, honest, bro. If niggas ain't on board, then it's just going to be nasty. Because some females would be like, and I know my female would be like, are you marrying them or are you marrying me? But when you said it in the beginning is, even if I am marrying you, I'm also marrying the family. Because regardless if they like me or not, they're still going to be in the situation. And they're going to be around. And like you said, it's... It's a long time living unless I get smacked by the car the next day or something. But that's that's my point, bro. It's kind of like, um, you know, it's funny because I don't know if y'all did it, but we had marriage counseling before we got married from the pastor. Like, in these sessions with him, he would talk to us about these kind of things. Like, he would talk to us about, um, he would say, he would basically say shit, like, to me especially, like, are you to the point now where you, could see yourself not wanting to like basically go run off and fuck other bitches like he didn't say that but mm -hmm. like these are this is basically what he was t t asking me like are you prepared to just have be good with one woman would you be able to not lust for other women and shit like that like he was straight up and said you know we can see beautiful women still but will you will you be able to control yourself not to want to uh basically Break your marriage and go have sex with these women. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing he was asking me. And then he brought up the family uh, situation. He said, now once you get married, your wife is your family now, which is facts. Your wife now is your family. You and her now have created a new family within the family. You understand? Yeah. Because now this woman's taking your name. So you really, as a man, we really are taking this woman and bringing her into your world now. This is your wife. She has your name. So y'all now created a family. So if you have kids, your kids will carry your name at the end of the day. Yes. Now, when he was talking to us, he's like, no matter what, he even told her, you got to follow your husband's lead when it comes to certain shit. Like, you cannot let the family have say so or fuck up shit going on with y'all because at the end of the day it's you two that got to deal with each other when them lights get turned off or when the bills is due or this and that you sitting you sitting in that house with that other individual so you cannot allow even the family to come in and interrupt that's why i say 
if the family ain't on board from the jump, how could you ever really control any of that now at this point? You understand? You know you'll have situations where the family want to intervene or how they say so and shit, but that's okay. But not to the point where it's making my own relationship toxic. You understand? Yeah. I think that is some serious shit when it comes to a marriage. And I think as a husband and wife, that conversation needs to be had multiple times that no matter what is going on, this is us at the end yes. of the day. And your wife has to understand it as, as the husband's as well to your wife. Like, I can't have my mom or my people's coming in telling my wife some slick shit and me agreeing or taking sides or making her feel uncomfortable. You understand? No, I understand. So that go both ways. It's like, there's got to be fucking boundaries. And being being my wife, being Samoan, when we got married, the family did want us to all live together. And me being who I am, I already have my own shit. I said, no. No, no, no. That's not what's going to happen. And this is just facts. I told I told her pops, I said, I can't do that. Um, I got my own place for a reason. And once I did all this shit, that's when I went ahead and proposed. So I said, I, I'm not doing this shit to divert or do that. I'm getting married to marry my wife. As soon as we cross this border with this paperwork, sign this paper, she is now coming with me. You know what I'm saying? The good thing is you solidified all those things and you let the family know before you proceeded on to marry her. I had to, bro. I felt like I had to because y'all culture is different than my culture, bro. And that's just big facts. Because I do see that a lot where, how you said, if you love that chick and even though her family hates you, they'll still proceed with something and then they just have turmoil the entire relationship, bro. I've seen this too many times. And it's like, people be amazed that, damn, bro, you really that cool with your brother-in-laws and shit like that? I said, yeah, bro. Like, it's almost like they are my real brothers, nigga. Even though I'm married to their sister, nigga, we can have conversations about whatever the fuck. And it's no, it's no bad Animosity, feelings. Animosity, no hard yeah, feelings. no shit like, you, you know what I'm saying? We can have talks about real shit, funny shit, make a nigga cry shit, all that type of shit, bro, because that's how deep the bond is. That's why I said you got to make sure it's legit because that's the same for my wife. She can roll around town with my sister any time of the day. My sister pull up for her for any fucking phone call, and my mom will ride this just the same way. Even my granny and shit out in Illinois, nigga, she talks to my grandma more than me, nigga, on the phone. But that's why I say I think it's so important. You got to love your spouse, nigga, but the the fam, the the uh, immediate family, nigga, needs to be on board, bro, and everybody happy with each other because it just would never feel right, dog. It's crazy how you brought that situation up with the pastor telling you now that you marry, now that you're married with somebody or will marry this person, that you are now a family. There's an extended family, but you two are now a family, and that's something that Big I actually saw on the Steve Harvey show because some situation was like that and too. This is coming from a pastor who's exactly. basically best friends with my father-in-law. They exactly. both pastors. Yeah. This coming from him telling me straight up, and even her pops understood that. Because he's done it. He's went through the marriage situation and his wife is on his team and that's how they moved. And there has to be a mutual respect between husband and wife mm. before going into the this relationship that, hey, there are some things that have to be kept between me and you because Facts. now we are one. We are a family. 
That is so true. Like the extended family, they family, they still family, they still blood related. True. We still love them, but there are some things they don't need to know, they don't have to know, they don't need to put their opinion in it because it's already hard enough. Steve Harvey said it's already hard enough to try to come to common ground between two people. Now that you add in all these other heads to it, it's gonna be a mess. Exactly. And then it's that's when be a that's mess. when divorce happens. That's when yelling, screaming. Or we're gonna break up happens, and 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 it's happened before. You know what I mean? Like, but if I, you, you know, and I think that's the ultimate thing. I think when it comes to trying to have everybody live together, that shit is cool for a minute, but then it could spiral because now you're getting too many, too many different opinions. Exactly. You I've done saying? it before. I've done it before. We both I've, have. Yeah, I've, I've, I've lived with the in-laws, and I love my in-laws. But it's That's like facts. walking. It's like walking on eggshells because it's not right. your home. Correct. It's not your house. Sometimes I felt afraid to open up the damn fridge. Like, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's different. I mean, we all love to come to our own homes now, bro, and just be able to take your pants off, walk around, be comfortable, and not think about it. You know what I'm saying? Rest my balls on the sofa. And then when when you get, because this is the thing about marriage, bro. You gotta have. A sanctuary of peace. You can't do that when it's a gang of people in your face and ear. At the end of the day, you love everybody. But, bro, when it comes to you and a, a wife, this is a long journey, dog. It's a long journey, bro, that y'all got your own internal shit you're dealing with. You can't have outside shit fucking it up even more because if people taking sides and then that just shit makes even things even worse. And now you arguing with the spouse people and now it's fucking tension. Now they calling her tomorrow. Oh, you tripping to keep fucking with that nigga or you tripping still fucking with her. It's like it's it's too crazy, bro. That's why I, all I'm going to say straight up and we can move on from this. All I want to say is this, fellas, women, if y'all get engaged, let me just tell you this. If you are getting engaged, please sit down with somebody and do pre-marriage counseling. To even see if this is really the journey you ready to take. Because as soon as you say I do and y'all didn't square shit up before you did that, bro, you're gonna be in the you gonna be in the you gonna be in some shit, nigga, and then you're gonna be dumb about damn now I'm getting divorced. I'm just I'm just gonna be honest, dude, because I did have to have conversations. They were hard convos before we even got married, bro. And there was times when it was like, damn, is it gonna be an understanding? And you got to do this shit, bro, because if you don't, nobody will ever see the picture. And now you marry. And now it's like, it's too late, my nigga. I, I know you on your serious tip right now, and I really do feel it. But I got to get off it. It had me laugh, bro. When I really thought you was going to say, if y'all really engaged, I think y'all really need to sit down and have someone help you with hot yoga. I really <laughs> thought you was going <laughs> You was gonna really say something along that lines. That's hey, but that's facts, bro. What you spitting? And I believe it oh to be true, God, bro. bro. And the worst thing, I don't want you to hop on it because I know you're gonna go on another tangent. I'm not. We can move on, bro. We will. Don't, but don't I'm gonna let pe- I'm gonna let the people know yeah. that some what what's worse with having um what's even worse than having a family member piping into your relationship is friends. Oh. Don't get your friends into it because I will rip them. Yeah, one by one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're right. I'm not gonna go <laughs> Don't there. Don't go on it, bro. Not, I know. Bro. I know it's gonna be another hour of this session. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you. It is what it is, bro. Because this shit is like real shit. Like everybody listening, probably thinking themselves. It's probably couples right now who probably then got married and said, "Fuck, 
I didn't handle business before. Now I'm dealing with all this crazy yeah. shit. And it's like, it is what it is, dog. But best believe, we ain't in a perfect relationship ourselves. Yeah, nobody. Trust me, look, we had a one-on-one talk with our wives sitting yes, there. Yes, we did. Knowing each other's like. It was a, it was a like, hell of a conversation. It was crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We ain't perfect. We just throwing out facts and we throwing out. We throwing hey, out what we understand and what happened to us. I'm glad you brought that up, fool. Yeah. Remember when we was talking, I said, see, this is something that couples don't do. A lot a lot of times we get around couples and everybody just putting on a face. Just how we said when you first dating somebody, you putting yeah. on a, a face to make it look good. But like when we was having this conversation, I said, see, this is healthy, bro. Really talking about the problems and uh, you know, trials and tribulations of marriage because we tend to just hold this shit in and not really have anybody talk to about these things and not really even realize a lot of couples are dealing with these same things. So how could we all talk as couples to come with better um, situations to either fix a situation or ease a situation or even have a way to compromise to where we're not arguing about petty shit? Like, I think that that conversation we was having that day was powerful because then me and my wife was talking about it when y'all left. And, and it's we like, was, see, and we was talking about but it later you see too. what I'm saying? And it's like, and I think that it helps you kind of see the perspective of, of another couple. You may not agree or you may disagree, but it is what it is. But that's what it's made for. Yeah. To kind of open your eyes up to how other people may see it, especially if you are in a marriage. Like this shit is not an easy road, bro. Like I said, it's a long road. So you got to kind of eliminate certain shit to try to make sure. You keep this shit on train trucking on down the road, baby. And for all those who are listening, don't get it twisted now. Like we didn't just prop up and just start shedding our problems. We kind of, I know, I kind of eased into the conversation, right? Until my wife took over and started telling our problems. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm like, damn, we having the same problems that these niggas having, bro. And we over here high fiving, like, of yeah, course, of crazy. course, there's a wife thing against the husband thing, but for sure. But when it all comes down to it, it was all a mutual respect, and we all kind of had similar. Similar problems to where it's like, like Jones said earlier, we all going through it. You may think it's just you, but man, no, no, no marriage is perfect. And if you think you have a perfect marriage, I know we going away from the chivalry thing. But if you think you have a perfect marriage and you guys aren't fighting, you guys aren't made for each other. Because one of yeah, these days, is someone is going to blow up. And when it blows up, it's not going to be good. It's going to be nasty, baby boy. You thought Maury was a good show. Have you seen Jerry Springer? Man, you yeah. If you blow up, you belong on the Jerry Springer show, bro. And bro, then after you might that, get, behind you bars. might get a TV smacked on your fucking head, boy. <laughs> so yes, <yeah, it's>, <laughs> talking about you've been living with me for thirty years and you didn't like me doing that. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, that's some that's some real shit, bro. I'm glad you brought that up, fool. Because I did tell one of my boys at work. I didn't tell him what he was talking about, but I said, see. Because he was talking about how his girl, him and his girl, like to only kick it with couples, too. And I told him straight up. I said, so what do y'all talk about when y'all when y'all go out? He said, we don't talk about too much of shit. Just basically what's going on around them in the moment. But not talking yeah. about what's going on in the home. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's, that's my fault. Like, like I, both, I have that problem. I think that's everybody, though, bro. It go back to where people don't like to show. It's hard to really say something ain't going right. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to say those things because you always want shit to be on this high plateau of life. Like you want just everything to always feel like it's going a one. But nigga, that's damn near impossible. We living in Southern California, nigga, where our stress levels are beyond higher than most niggas in America. And 
Live here for a year, nigga, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And it's just, it's so much, it's so many different levels to a marriage, bro. That's why I say, bro, that that bond you two got to have got to be crazy, dude, to be, even be married. Like, y'all going to have them fights. Y'all going to have them laughs. Y'all going to have them ups. Y'all going to have them downs. But the thing at the end of the fucking day is, can y'all come to an agreement on shit and move forward and move past it? Because if we can never move forward and pass some shit, it's going to be nasty every fucking day you wake up. And that is that is exactly what my problem is. And I give kudos to my lady because there are times where she wants to bring up certain certain things. But just like you said, because this world is going crazy and in Cali, we live in that busy life. Yeah. To where I feel like this is just adding more stress to my plate if we talk about this. Because I already know I'm going to start getting mad and then not even agreeing with you regardless if you're right or wrong. Right. Because then we're not going to come up to an agreement and then we're going to go to bed all mad at each other. But if you are an adult, you should be able to have an adult conversation, especially For if you're... Sure. And that's what I need to work on. I'm over here spilling my guts out to y'all. You know what it is, <laughs> bro? I think the key word is going to be compromise. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to, dog. True that. It may be some shit we, uh, you, know, you may not really want to agree with, but if you could see a little bit of light in it, let's just see how it goes. Because this go back to how we talked about that one podcast where you'll let them take the lead on something, and if it goes bad, they still blame you. <laughs> <laughs> for real. They'll find something to blame you for. So it's kind of like we just got to ride this wave with each other, man. Like that's <laughs> at the end of the day, you're going to have your shit, they're going to have their shit, and it's just like, can we wake up tomorrow though and be happy? Talking about That's like all I want talking about like she wanted to go to this concert, so you said, "All right, I'll tag along," even though you know you're gonna be bored. Yeah. Next thing you know, she's not having a good time because the concert wasn't what she thought it was, and then blame you because you you was all pissy the whole concert, <laughs> and say your breath stink. No wonder why she was having a bad like like, like like you like you were supposed to be jumping up and down to some shit you know you wasn't vibing with. I'm not supposed to be a hype man for you. I was here to watch you get hype, and maybe I'm going to get hype off your energy. But if your energy was not right, how's my energy going to be right on some shit that I don't even like? Man, for real. Yeah, see, now we're going, we we off on a tangent, tangent. So Regardless I'm of a, what we said. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to move forward right now real quick onto our, ne- our next up Artist of the Week segment. I got to plug that in right now. This week we are featuring 3-6 Cape. He has a new banger out called N3X, which means no new niggas. And it's it's a banger, so we're going to play that right now. And we'll be back in a second. Yes, sir. And she like style, and she like the move. She know I'm coming home, and that nigga on the news. We be going wild, money all in blue. No, no niggas around, stay down with the crew. Head to the top, niggas want it all. I don't wanna fall, no, I don't wanna drop. I'ma get the drop if that nigga fuck with us. We gon' hit the live with my brothers that I trust, yeah. Ain't no new niggas, ain't no new niggas. Only thing new is them blue figures. I don't wanna be rude, I don't fall with you. I don't even smoke a blunt or pour out with you. Yeah. I remember I was off the pills. Gotta get it with my brother still. Gotta get it out the guns or will. Keep on showing till they run still. I won't fall back on all that. 
I was in the trap where you throw clowns down. We was young flock boys, had to jump in. We was kicking down the door when we come in. Hey, get it, shoot at us, we gon' come back. I remember back when niggas used to run at. Niggas really out starving where the lunch at. Niggas really throwing shots for the contract. Yeah, niggas locked up where the bonds at. Yeah, we'll go around, always gotta come back. But in these streets, they ain't no karma. In these streets, it's just comebacks, yeah Niggas locked up with the bonds at Yeah, we'll go around, always gotta come back But in these streets, there ain't no karma In these streets, it's just comebacks Nigga want it all I don't wanna fall, no, I don't wanna drop I'ma get the drop if that nigga fall with us We gon' hit the lot with my brothers that I trust, yeah Ain't no new niggas, ain't no new niggas Only thing new is them blue figures I don't wanna be rude, I don't fall with you I won't even smoke a blunt or pour up with you Ain't no new niggas, ain't no new niggas Only thing new is them blue figures I don't wanna be rude, I don't fall with you I won't even smoke a blunt or pour up with you Ay, I remember I was off the pills Gotta get it with my brother still Gotta get it out the guns and well Keep on shooting till they run you still yeah, I came out the bottom with my niggas And you know that we wildin' for them figures Conversation about the money and our digits She won't conversate with me, I hop in it, ayy And she was tryna get it off, yeah Young nigga slangin' out apartments I still remember cause I had a heart then, ayy, yeah Ain't no new niggas, ain't no new niggas only thing new is them blue figures I don't wanna be rude, I don't fall with you I won't even smoke a blunt or pour up with you Ain't no new niggas, ain't no new niggas Only thing new is them blue figures I don't wanna be rude, I don't fall with you I won't even smoke a blunt or pour up with you Ay, I remember I was off the pills Gotta get it with my brother still Gotta get it out the guns and well Keep on shooting till they run you still Keep on showing till they run still Till they run still yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't no new niggas, ain't no new niggas Only thing new is them blue figs I don't wanna be rude, I don't fall with you I don't even smoke blunt or pour out with you yeah. Welcome, welcome back song. to Spark That Talk yeah. That was that boy 3-6 Cape 3-6 Cape With that banger, shout out to that boy And shout out to Toots Bone That boy nice on them beats Keep doing your thing, young buck All flames, baby Yes, sir. So we're going to hop back in And First off, I want to give a shout out to Nacho and I want to give a shout out to IMB36. Those are two of our loyal listeners. And I want to give a kudos to y'all niggas and keep on listening. But first off, I want to touch on Nacho because he did hit me up in the DMs because he was listening to the last episode, Stress is Deadly, where I was talking about that anxiety and panic attack shit. And I just, I'm not going to get too much of the information, but he did share a story with me about some things he had dealt with in the past. And I wanted to just send my kudos out to him for, you know, sharing that story with me. And, um, you know, I appreciate you listening and listening to my story as well, bro. It's good to hear. I like to talk with people who's been through certain things like me or Jay to, because then that show was that we're talking about some real shit out here. And that's what that was the whole point of the podcast to be speaking on shit that we all going through on a daily basis because, you know, we, every day everything is always the same. You go from channel to channel, everybody's talking about the same shit, and that's what we're not doing over here. We're talking about real shit, shit that's going on with the people, people shit that's going on out here in these streets and the culture, and that's what we're going to continue to push. Yep. So shout out to that boy. 
Yeah, yeah. So along the lines of this chivalry is dead type deal, we 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 talking about dates and first dates and whatnot. Now, what if you had a date, bro, and this chick is not feeling you? Mm. You know what? 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 I guess what would your body language be, or how could you respond in a way to where you don't come off as a dickhead? But like, yo, she's not feeling me, but you really feeling her. Like, so what's like you one do, of the situations like y'all go to the movies? Now, in the movies, you know, you got to sit kind of close. The vibe, you if you at a movie, you should get the vibe off the top. If she, the whole movie don't give you the lean in, like she ready for you to either put your arm around her. First off, when you go to a movie, put the armrest up. Yes, that'll eliminate, that could at least get you a little closer <laughs> without doing too much extra work. Because if you right. got to lift that shit up in the middle of the movie, that shit crazy. If your arms ain't touching each other by the movie starting, you know what I mean? Then nigga, if she's sitting down old. and she's sitting on your right and she leaning to the right, some you, it's over with, baby boy. Yeah. If you, you sitting there up with her, you even walked in. If you sitting there with her and she holding the other nigga's hand, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Eating that nigga popcorn, <laughs> something ain't right. Now, go ahead, bro. Let us know. Let us know, bro. She dropped her straw in his coke. Now it's over, baby she boy. She dropped her tongue in his mouth. No, go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you done with You might it's as well over, be like bro. Hey can we have a three way kiss Like <laughs> No fuck that I'd be like You know what bitch I'm going to get a refund Yeah you know what Richard I hate, I hate to say that But I hate when I always say Like that bitch Like I gotta stop doing that Well I'm only referring To the ones who really be Acting like bitches You know what's funny Cause uh, in, in, in Australia And I'm sorry if you don't like that But I hear y'all call each other Bitches yeah. all the time You know in Australia And New Zealand They don't really call each other Like that Like you know how That's our word That we usually call each other Yeah yeah you know what I mean? Just to say it, they say foreskin, bro. What? They be like, what's up, foreskin? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Is that real? It's funny, bro. Yeah, it's real. That's some nasty they shit. They be like, what's up, foreskin? Hey, how you doing, foreskin? Uh, I'll be out of there. I'll be like, hey, that foreskin over there, that dude, I'll be. I'll be like, y'all into some freaky it just, shit. It just sounds so funny, bro, when you call somebody that. No, that shit sound nasty. <laughs> what up, foreskin? <laughs> I would, <laughs> I'd have to pause in my tracks, bro, and be like, "What y'all into, bro? What y'all into, bro?" I'm out. I'm exiting left, my nigga. I'm over here choking on the foreskin. Nah, I'm just kidding. What, what the, the fuck? <laughs> on the foreskin joke, bro. I'm choking fuck? on the foreskin joke, bro. Damn, let a nigga finish, bro. I'm over here can't even breathe. Cause that's I'm- why you gotta finish those sentences. That's why today's world, if you don't finish a sentence, it's gonna be taken out Bruh, of context. Then finish for it the for me, bro. World, then dog. finish it for me, bro. You already Damn. knew what's coming out the top of my head. <laughs> what the fuck? The mouth could not reciprocate what was coming out because I was coughing, bro. All right, that's way too many jokes in one sentence coming out of my head. This nigga's crazy. All right, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Fellas, Give she, us a scenario, if she bro. not feeling you, she not feeling you'll know, bro. If she ain't, if she walk in with her, if she just texting the whole time, it's over. But what can you do is what I'm saying. What can you do to try to get that vibe because you, Nigga, you digging if, her? If you not, if you not even a little bit funny, you're gonna lose a chick every time. I promise you. You gotta kind of like give a little bit of something, my nigga. You might as well drop the force. Unless, joke. unless she like one of them bras who really just like niggas who like like to like strangle her and shit. Like she into that type of shit. She like niggas who don't don't show no no feelings. You know, it's chicks like Over here that, bro. Eyeballing every dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Try to act hard. Yeah, like. You know, a nigga, she like them kind of niggas. Like, yeah, that nigga kill a nigga. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I want them pyro niggas. 
damn, I'm not like that, bro. I like to be funny, you know. It's like this, look, fellas. You take her out, bro, and she acting all weird. Don't ever go out again. Kind of, you you know what you can do? Just cut it short. Be like, you got a text. Say, damn, some shit just came up. We're going to end this shit a little early, but uh, you want me to get you an Uber or what? Damn, I'm what not if y'all going had, back what, your way. What if y'all had dinner? Then that means she got to pay. That's too bad. That's one of them. Out. I'm going to be like, I'm headed I, to the bathroom. I'm going to skip out on this before you do it to me. Well, I guess this is one of them situations where she'll be paying. <laughs> she ain't going to have no choice. Yeah, you know what? If she not feeling you or she not digging you, but you really dig her. I think that's when you split the bill. You tell her straight up, look, like this dinner's over and this date is over, so... You got your half. You you your ass wanted to order the most expensive thing on the menu. So, um, and you took a to go plate. Damn, that's all bad. Don't that be the don't want like order the most expensive, take two bites and be like, I'm full. Um, I'm confused. I hate that. I'm confused right now. I have seen that. Yeah, it's a real it's a real thing, bro. I've never participated in it, but I that's have a seen thing. it. That's a real thing. And it's crazy because just thing. understand, man. You know how uh, Long Beach Griffey said? He said, good morning, men. Yeah. Understand this. Know your worth as well. Facts. Know that there are plenty of fish in the sea. And if you can't, go grab that whale. <laughs> because whales need loving too. That nigga is crazy. Whales but- have blowholes. <laughs> <laughs> and foreskin. No. <laughs> This nigga done left left field. <laughs> Home run, mother. Yeah, just look, fellas, just in that shit quick. I don't know what much to say more about that, bro. What about what just about? Just don't find yourself. If you go back on another day with her, you a dumbass. That's on you. What about what about like first kiss vibes? Like when I guess both have to catch that vibe to. Yeah, I mean, if it was a vibe, then it's gonna happen regardless, bro. And Would that, you, you know, even with the vibe? Would you just go in with the surprise kiss or will you do the little like hitch thing where you go in 30, she go in 60 or something like that? I don't know what it is, but. No, nah, that movie Hitch is nuts. Like, that's some different kind of people that was in that movie. But... Now, what would you do then? Like, what is the vibe to you to go in for that first she, kiss? She got a low key. You got to be. If she really just looking in your eyes, then it's over with. Just go for it, baby boy. She ain't going to say no. Yeah, because what I do is I'll give a hug. Say, you know. When you get a hug, you could tell by the hug. hug. You could tell by the hug. Yes. If it's a go or if not. If she pressing, if, if her arms, you, if her arms are above your shoulder, and yours is by the waist, and you guys squeezing each other in, and then she props her head out, and she's like two inches away from your face. No, if she's still holding you when you kind of going back, and she's yeah. still, holding you, she want that loving baby yeah. boy. But if she give you one of them bro hugs, like one arm over, the other yeah. one still on the side. Or, don't, don't or if she it. give you the That's hug. That's when you do the hug back up and be like, oh, okay, for sure. I'll holler or, at you. Or if she do the hug where her arms come underneath, where it comes underneath and she tries to bring you in, that's not a real hug. Her arms got to go over the shoulder. Yeah. And yours got to come around the waist and she gotta, squeeze the back. If you want it, if you want it and you know that if she maybe come, she's not if, okay no, with bro, it. No, bro, if she come with the arms over the, over the top, over the shoulders, over the neck, you all in there, baby boy. Yeah. Cause she wants you all. You she wants you feeling it. All you gotta do is press so the lower back. If you don't a catch that, in you, if you don't catch that, then you a sucker anyway. You ain't even built for this. Watch you press that back a little bit in to catch that vibe, <laughs> and then she gonna call rape. You know, and then and then what, bro? 
Yeah, then you gotta be. You gotta explain. Like, hey, I thought it was the vibe. You you did the hug. You did the hug that but sparked see, that talk. Told me. There to. we go again, though, bro. Fellas are scared to give hugs nowadays because you don't know how she gonna take it. Damn, you gonna. That's have the, why you better you gonna have know the best first date, and you end up with just dapping her. All right, I'm gonna see you later. Homie. If that if that chick dap you, my nigga, just soccer. Like <laughs> that shit just don't even. That shit is disrespectful. You gonna give a nigga a dap? And then this is why when you see I walked you up to your front porch, you don't give me a dap, nigga. I'll be hot, bro. I'ma knock on her door and then slap her mama and daddy. <laughs> this is what you gave me for a date. And this is how you raised her, huh? <laughs> this shit. All Not of this even a shit, kiss, nigga. All of this. It's nigga. all good. Her breath stank anyway. She was talking right in my face. She give your ass a chest bump. Be like, all right, I'll holler at you. <laughs> Man. You know, sometimes and sometimes fellas. And you know, this from the younger days, you know, you can kind of, when you guys walk in side by side after the movies or after dinner, when you walk into the car or whatever, if you're taking this little stroll, kind of, you know, you kind of slip your hand in there and try to see what the vibes is like of holding her hand. If she not digging it, just be like, my bad. I guess this brings us to the end of the podcast. <laughs> we have been, we have been potting for quite some time. We hadn't did episodes in a while. I mean, this is the second one in a minute. That's why I went on a little further. But um I hope they enjoy it. I hope y'all enjoyed listening with us. Yeah, I hope y'all got enough out the conversation. Especially when it comes to, you know, dating, marriage shit, just the ins and ups, ins and outs. I really hope you really argue with your girlfriend or your wife right now while listening to this. Yeah, I hope y'all do and then made up. spark that talk. And then made up. The makeup is the best. So just enjoy those makeups and continue arguing. You put on makeup. Huh? <laughs> Crazy, fuck. Nah, bro. I ain't. I ain't. Uh, what's that dude name? Jenner. Yeah, that's to me. That's the craziest shit I ever seen. That <laughs> makes me know something was going on with him and his wife all them years, just behind closed doors. She wasn't kissing him no more. No, that was his thing, dressing up like that. And she was like, she was probably into it too. That's why he went on with it for so many years. Then he finally said, "Fuck this. I'm coming all the way out." I'm coming Damn Well that's the end of Spark That Talk It's your boy Jones And your boy Dini aka Jay Lata And we'll get with you next time Wiggle wiggle of my balls (laughs) 